Hey everyone, welcome to the August edition of our monthly leadership podcast on leading as leaders. I'm your host, Avery Nesbitt. Hey, it has been a packed month and it hit me today that there are officially more days behind us than there are ahead of us in 2018. And that's just mind-blowing. And so it's scary how fast this year is going. So today I wanted to do something a little different. Instead of you hearing from me and whatever random thought I've got going on, I want to introduce you to some friends of mine. Uh, their names are David and Fiona Killoff. And they are currently living in Angola. It's on the coast of Africa. And they're doing an amazing work. And I wanted to talk with them about uh, what it takes to follow your dreams, follow your passions. And if anyone is living what they say they're all about, it's this couple. So here's a call I did with them when they were in South Africa, um, just spending time with some friends and just encouraging themselves as they go forward in their mission. So let's check in with them. Uh, you're going to love them. And I, I think you're going to love what they're doing. So let's check in. Hey, everyone. I just wanted you to meet some of my friends. Um, I am right here talking to David and Fiona Kellogg. They are missionaries out of Overland Missions, and they are currently living in Angola. And um, we've been we've been friends for a while. And I just want you to know a little bit about them and a little bit about who they are. So, David and Fiona, how you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good. good thanks. Hey, so where are you right now? Where in the world is David and Fiona? Well, right now we're located in Johannesburg, South Africa, mm -hmm. uh, just getting some vehicle repairs done, some medical tests and such done. So, yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about you. Who, who is David? Who is Fiona? How long have you guys been with Overland and, um, and just how you got there? Just fill us in on your story. Well, if you ever want to know about what the goodness of God is, his name is Fiona. Um, <laughs> that's the best thing since salvation. <laughs> um, we've been with Overland. I've been Overland almost 12 years, eight, eight years. We've been married just eight years, eight and a half years yeah. and joined up just as a desire to take the gospel to the most remote places in the world, places where no one has heard the name of Jesus. And we, we have three girls, three girls. We live in a small port town in the southern half of Angola. Very remote location, um, but we work with a rural tribe. And I think for both of us, probably one of the things we love most of all is people and seeing people connected to God and released into what he has for them. Um, and we've come to experience and see in all of our travels in all the world that there are still very many people that have no access normally to the gospel through the normal ways that we came to know the Lord um, and have become disciples ourselves. Very, There are still very many people that don't have those opportunities like we did. Um, and we want to be part of the solution to them having that access. Yeah. So why Angola? Of all the places that you could have, uh, that you could have gone, uh, why Angola? Well, when he and I first got married, I was leading expeditions into the Amazon of Brazil. But my heart had always been kind of in Angola. I started doing reconnaissance expeditions out here back in 2007, just a few years after the Civil War had ended. And 
the one thing I saw that Angola had had many things. Coca-Cola had been introduced, you know, pornography, violence, war, starvation, famine, disease. All those things had been well introduced into this country. But the one thing that very few people had a real revelation of was Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And the infrastructure had been completely decimated. Uh, the family system destroyed. So when I was looking at a place where personally I could pour my life into, I wanted to be needed. Not in the sense of I need someone to need me, but I don't want to go where the church is already healthy and strong. We wanted to link our lives into an area yeah. where the king not advanced. And uh, so that's why we chose Angola and the Mukabal as the pinpoint in Angola, being a tribe that has no knowledge of God. They don't even understand who creator God is. Mm -hmm. So for us to come in, and as Paul says, you know, build where no man has built a foundation. That's literally what we're doing. So tell me a little bit, first of all, where is, for when we first started talking, um, where is Angola? And tell me more about the specific tribe that you guys spend time with. Well, Angola is in Africa with one main city, the capital city, Rwanda, and then a few other cities, but a vast, vast area that are completely bush and rural, um, undeveloped, no access to healthcare, education, uh, clean water, sanitation, that kind of thing. Um, and we work primarily in the bush, but we live in a small town that gives us access to the clothes and the house and um, acts as our kind of our base camp for life so that we can yeah. then get out into the bush and we actually kind of take a home with us into the bush we have an off-road caravan that has a it's equipped with a kitchen it carries drinking water two beds a pantry the mukabal tribe as a whole they're about three hundred thousand in number and they're nomadic people they are stretched out of, across an area about the size of the uh florida from jacksonville down to key west which if you think about 300,000 people spread out and you've got three missionary families reaching, it's like a, a grain of sand in the drop of, in, in the ocean. We're scratching the surface really of what uh, is the Mukabal tribe, but they are an, an incredible tribe, very curious, very upfront. They don't know what personal space is. They'll just walk right in, sit yeah. down, but that's also the beauty of the Mukabal. You always know what you get with them. You know yeah. where you stand. There's no faux faces. There's no, Instagram. yeah, nothing like that. No one's trying to pretend to be anything else. If they're interested, they stick around. If they're not, they What's leave. been some of those um, encouraging moments that have happened? We've talked about some really cool stories where Folks hadn't even literally had not heard the name Jesus before. So, like, tell me, tell me some of those, those, uh, those most encouraging moments that you've had over like the past year. My favorite one, as of late, just before we started traveling to South Africa, myself and my colleague uh, Dan Hoyme, we went out into a village called um, Kapalupoku, which is a mouthful if you can say it, <laughs> and we showed up. And the prior year that we had been there, there was like three people in the entire village which is nothing because but because of the dry season and the nomadic lifestyle everyone had left this year it was full of people okay three kids showed up stuck with us the entire day invited their grandmother to come 
And so her, the grandmother showed up as we were doing an evening meeting around a fire. And she had never heard of God. They have a word for God, which is huku. But when you say, who is huku to you? Who is creator God to you? Or who is God to you? They just stare at you blankly, waiting for you to make a suggestion. Um, so knowing that, we have to start at a foundation of creation. God is the creator. He yeah. always was. So we tell the creation story to this lady and to the kids who are, who are with us. And this is the first time she's ever heard about God. After we tell the story, she marvels and she says, wow, God, Huku, created everything with his word. Everything we see, the trees, the birds, the animals, the mountains, the sky, everything was just spoken into being. That's amazing. But even more so is that you're saying that he actually worked on us. He took his hands and he spent time forming us, almost like we spent time in the fields working. He spent that time on us. And then he picked us up and breathed his breath of life into us. And so she says, if God can work to make me, I can work for him. He started telling the others that they can also and should also work for him. This isn't unique anymore. Wow. It says this time has been compounded and has been uh, sped up. What would normally take a decade or, or you know, maybe with the most advanced believers, people really hungry for God, years, is taking months, yeah. weeks, days, even hours at times, and people are grasping the evangelistic call of a gospel like that. Wow. That's amazing, man. And that's the kind of stuff that you guys get to do day in and day out. Well, I just want everyone just to get a taste. That's one story of what David and Fiona are, are out there doing. Uh, before we let you guys go, where, where, where are the kids? Where are the girls? I don't see any kids. They're just, they're everywhere. I, I could hear them from time to time. And, 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 and they're accustomed to it and they travel with you guys when you go out, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, pretty much always. Every now and again, they'll stay home for school or something like that, but very flexible children. And, uh, but most of the time they come with us and they love it. If you want to know more, uh, David and Fiona and the work that they're doing, they're with Overland Missions and it is an honor to spend time with you guys. So thanks for taking the time and uh, we'll see you guys later. Sounds good. See you, Bye. Bye.